Hello, everyone, and welcome to another action-packed adventure. That's right, it's your friends here at Art and Labor, and we've got special guests coming in, coming in and talking to you, and you and you and everybody, all the all the ear people. Hello. Um, yep, that's right. We're Art and Labor here. Uh, we got. <laughs> It, it, we got a full deck. We got um, Sarah back from uh, a, a stint of absence. Sarah, say back, hello. Back from uh, being <sighs> in a saltwater pod above, like above the house that has a dolphin that we're trying to teach English in. So I'm really excited to hear what's been going on for the past six weeks. Okay. Sarah, in a, yeah. Sarah in an undisclosed location. We're gonna bleep out what we said, the, no, but only what we said. Becca, Rebecca said, all right, sorry. We're also joined by <laughs> Eric Kostiuk. How do you say your last? Oh, Kostiuk. Oh, Kostiuk, you got Kostiuk. it. <laughs> I like Kostiuk, like a Q-U-E. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's like derelict. Yeah. Oh my God, that's always been a bit my vibe, yeah. Also in an um, undisclosed... <laughs> Eric Kostik-Williams, Eric also in an undisclosed location in isolation. Um, hello, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. I uh, was joking to someone the other day that I'm like your Canadian correspondent right. slash Britney correspondent, but there's no news left on that because she's free. Yeah, she's thriving. We too. did it. I'm I actually I, I was like, what do what do I do with all this Britney energy? Because like I, I kind of was watching her just be like, OK, now I have outfits on and I'm just wearing an outfit and I'm like, hmm, doesn't hit the well, same. She's going to go after her family pretty soon. Um, oh, that like would be in good. A real way. So that would yeah. be like, be good. oh, my God. Wait, can, can you explain the Jamie Lynn shit to me? Because I don't understand it. I mean, um, so what's understood by me, and I'm not an authority, just a source of conjecture, um, but that as, the, as is all podcasting. <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> like it kind of, I get the vibe that the whole family, including Jamie Lynn Spears, were like on the conservatorship payroll. Like they were all making a bunch of money off of her. So <laughs> as soon as she got out of the conservatorship, the sister all of a sudden had like a tell-all book coming out because obviously there needs to be a new revenue stream. Um, it sounds like the sister's like somewhat complicit in all of it and oh, just like no. not helping her out. So it's been like borderline um, uncomfortable to watch it play out. Um, I had a moment, I had like a galaxy brain moment the other week of being like, oh my God, this feels just as consumptive as like the 2000s tabloid stuff. Like all of us watching her be like, go get your sister together. Um, it's yeah, it's very royal family drama too. Okay. Well, they've always said that like um, celebrities are our royal family, I guess, royal families. Um, yeah, yeah, it's very much like, it's like I was thinking about the princess die stuff where it was like oh my god like she is not being embraced by the family she's being used by them and it is so unacceptable but you know like i just really want the best for her <laughs> yeah i mean i i'm i really think that um post 
COVID like Britney Instagram videos where she's like talking about like world peace and like has her, her <laughs> belly out and like like such a, a amazing like like she's still capturing the culture in such it's an amazing way body positivity it's true <laughs> I, I think oh. it's like gorgeous look honestly mm-hmm. in your 40s right. too what the yeah. fuck wow she reminds My... me of Kureha from One Piece, the, like <laughs> eight, like the old lady who's like just still like a rocker chick. Hell yeah, <laughs> rock and roll doctor. She's gonna save your soul. <laughs> <laughs> My my hope though in the long run is that she'll. I think she needs to get out of the U.S. because it's just kind of like, yeah, like a consumptive cycle, and I don't think she's ever gonna have great people around her here. So it'd be cool to see her like go to Europe to some like small town where no one cares about celebrities. Oh my god! Yeah, question though. Yeah. Question: <laughs> Is she getting married to her guy? Yeah, I think because so. Because she oh. was all like, she was all like, ooh, we're going to get married and I'm so in love. Also, I don't need a prenup because this guy, <laughs> he's just the one and it's fine. <sighs> and it's not a big deal at all. I do think he is Yikes. too stupid to swindle her. Like, he seems <laughs> oh my God, oh, I hope so. <laughs> I, but everybody knows, like, you know, someone could just be like, stay hey, buddy, you know what you could do? That's like, true. Or yeah. or they're a complete psychopath and change the minute they get married, which happens mm-hmm. unfortunately quite a lot. Well, her her sons were also raised on a healthy diet of Dragon Ball Z and um, dra- <laughs> Dragon Ball Z encouragement, so they could grow up to like really threaten his ass if he fucks with her. It's oh true. wow! And there's a terrifying fan base following every move at this point, <laughs> that's so true, it's all yeah. gonna be fine. So yeah. no, that's why she feels year. safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she knows who won the court of public opinion. Totally. <laughs> but yeah, before we started, we were like debating whether we were gonna talk about my New York circumstances, um, but we should because it's kind of funny. I. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I made my momentous return to New York for the first time since COVID. It's been over two years. Super excited. And then I'm pretty sure I got COVID like the day I arrived or like possibly in Toronto and then didn't test yet at the airport. So <laughs> I've spent most of it inside. <laughs> yeah, it's been hella mild which i'm really grateful for um it's one of those things where like if it had happened during normal times i would have just shrugged it off like it was just like a very faint throat tickle um but it being on my mind i just like took a rapid test out of curiosity and was like well shit so (laughs) you did the right thing Thanks. Yeah. yeah, you know, I'm glad to have not barreled through a week of being a super spreader in town. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and you, you didn't know. get to do all Especially, your fun things. I mean, now it's it's just very frightening to be outside because everyone totally snapped to like, oh, it's like completely done and over, and you don't really have to wear a mask ever if you don't feel like it. So. Like it's St. Patrick's Day, go to a crowded right. bar. It's oh like, God, yeah. 
I like, I kind of am, I'm just like, oh, this is going to be life now. It's, it's finally like the transformation is complete. And like, like it was like COVID was this outside reality that just settled into our day-to-day life. And now it's like nestled right into the fabric. Like, oh yeah, you could just get it, but whatever. Yeah, it's really striking. Um, Like we've been slower to reopen stuff back home, but it's, we're doing it. Like they're lifting the mask mandate in Ontario, uh, like tomorrow, I think. Um, But yeah, the first few days was really wild walking around here. Everyone just like coughing and going about their days. Um, But yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's a very weird, like societal level cognitive dissonance that we're all kind of being like forced to go along with. I do think we're being forced to go along with it because yeah. they're they're they made what else a big are you do? well yeah they, they made a big yeah. show of it at the state of the union of course like mm. to be like mm-hmm. look none of the leaders of the country are doing this anymore like in that like you know that's a very clear message you don't have to do this anymore and like the yeah. the people who are rising to the top are like the McKinsey ish like I don't I forget if it's McKinsey or a different one of those yeah like, McKinsey is involved with it yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's McKinsey and they're like they're they're out there pushing the like, you know, uh the they're guiding, they're literally guiding like the the country's um course on this right now. Yeah, it's like they're yeah, they're just doing this new messaging where it's like, oh, we can count uh cases like completely differently, not like oh, you know, like, oh, how are you hospitalized? are you like hospitalized for COVID or are you hospitalized and you happen to have it? And then like, we don't have to publish any of the numbers anymore. And we can just say everything is really mild, even though like thousands plus people are dying every single day. Like most children have died of COVID, like from Omicron. Yeah. From Omicron, like in the past couple months. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. It feels a lot like, it's it's part of this process that's been happening for a while of like the third worldification of like the American underclass where except it's you know, not the third worldification because in, in other that, countries like, they have like universal health care and actually are doing no, way in, better in with vaccinations. Have, but in areas where like malaria is super present or where cholera mm. is still a huge problem, things that are like pretty solvable. Um or even just like tuberculosis, um, it's kind of treated as, well, it's that it's like endemic, right? It's just something that's there. Oh and- yeah, that was cool. The um, economic endomicity was, was pretty cool. <laughs> Gross. That's like yeah, a demonic they- demonic spell. Yeah, they made yeah. up like a new, a new phrase for COVID where it's like, all right, we're like focusing on the, on the economic endomicity and I, it, it's just it's i don't really get what they're trying to say because like if a thing is endemic it still is like oh this is like rampantly viral it's just that we're containing it to certain populations and it's like there's no containment so no and also it's still happening in other countries so no still a pandemic sorry but now mm. we're just calling it we just put economic on there because some somehow that makes sense. <laughs> uh, 
Well, and to the point about uh, universal health care, um, I feel like ours is like hanging by a thread back home. Um, and my like tinfoil hat feeling is like with our future waves, I think they're going to like shock doctrine us into privatizing all of it. Um, because like both left and right-wing governments over the last few decades have cut a whole bunch from public health care in Canada and like have gotten rid of like ICU beds and stuff. So uh, that's kind of part of why Canada has had more intense lockdowns than a lot of other countries. It's just because the risk of overwhelming the healthcare systems like that much higher. Um, so eh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> really cheery stuff. Um, and I was kind of like uh, gallows humor joking that my like trips out of Toronto have been like massive flops all year because my only other trip was going to Ottawa to work on a project with my friend there. And it happened to be the weekend that the trucker convoy arrived. <laughs> oh. oh, hell yeah. So we spent that whole weekend pretty much wow. inside. Um, like I, I wandered into the protest by accident when I was running an errand on Saturday, <laughs> the Saturday I was there and I was like, oh my God. Um, what was it like to, to just be uh, confronted with that scene? It was kind of surreal. Um, I don't think I took it seriously the first day. Um, I grew up in Ottawa and we are like no stranger to protests just because it's the nation's capital, but they're usually kind of like rink-a-dink, like over by the afternoon things. Um, and when I was walking through it, I had a moment of being like, this is kind of camp. Like these signs are so ridiculous. <laughs> um, and I like have some negative feelings about Ottawa as a city. So I was kind of like, this is wild and strange and hilarious. But then over the successive days when it became clear that they weren't leaving, that this had been planned for eight months with lots of dark money um, and that they blocked off like the whole of downtown, I don't know, got like pretty real pretty fast. Um, my, yeah, my poor friends who live there, like it lasted for like almost a month, I think. I forget how long. Jeez. It was a good so while, yeah. What was it like for them? Like what, what became more difficult with their occupation? Was it like? Um, oh, like difficult for the the protesters and truckers or no like it was like like for your friends living there what mm. what kind of stuff changed by the truckers being there um well the longer it went on it got the vibe got a bit more hostile um and there was this um they sent this the police sent a bunch of the protesters to this random baseball stadium at the edge of town but then the protesters ended up fortifying the stadium and there is speculation that that was where like more like far right agitators were congregating and like oh maybe some people had speculated that they were hoarding weapons there, but it was never fully known. Um, but it was just like, it sounded like this very surreal thing where you could go out and like do your groceries and stuff, but it was just like an everyday occurrence just seeing like roving groups of 
random protesters from all over the country. Marauders. Um, yeah. And towards the end, they cordoned off downtown Ottawa, including like my dad's house where I grew up, into like a containment zone where you couldn't enter or leave without uh, like telling the cops like your purpose or like whatever. And the Canadian government ended up enacting the Emergencies Act, which is kind of like a martial law type thing, just to be able to get more money and resources to break it all up. Such a fun mess. Um, and it's, I don't know, I'll be really curious to see if it catches on in the U.S. at all. Um, well, we had our, like, yeah, our Washington, D.C. trucker solidarity oh, yeah? move. But yeah, I don't think it really, like... I didn't hear much about it. Uh, the the big one it reminds me a lot of is like early on in the pandemic, the Mercers funded a bunch of like anti-mask um, protests. Oh, yeah. And that was like a seed that I think spread really viciously throughout the country um, mm-hmm. through that like initial kernel, kernels of dark money in, in what was it like Michigan and probably a couple other cities. Um, I think like South Carolina, maybe um, one of the big protests at the beginning. I could be, I'm wrong on that. But yeah, that like, that didn't help with um, having a co- cohesive uh, response to the pandemic at all. And, no. um, <laughs> <definitely. laughs> and when and, we were all seeing this shit unravel, like unfold in Ottawa, <laughs> a couple of my lefty activist friends were like, kind of jealous at how like, how like mobilized and galvanized these people are like. (laughs) (sighs) Well, I mean, it's also that like to a certain extent, I assume the police are kind of helping, giving them a little, yeah, Yeah. and more in the same way that they kind of didn't, didn't really push on, uh, on our January 6th, uh, Right. Aggressors. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Have you been following the January 6th cases though? Where, where are they at? There's like a bunch of proud boys um, that they're targeting and saying like, I I don't know all their profiles, but I just keep seeing updates that are like, are, uh, you know, like trial for sentencing of so-and-so proud boy leader, you know, whoever well, one, the fuck. The- what was it? The leader of the Proud Boys was an FBI informant. So no, I think they- there's a bunch of people. They're just calling right. leaders and they're like throwing the book at them. Oh. Right. Mm. But what I was going to say was, I think the FBI is kind of going after the Proud Boys in a real way. Um, and there's some elements of the FBI that is trying to prosecute um, some of the January 6th as lo- and, and, and the like Gretchen Whitmer stuff like they are. There is like some eff- some effort to do something. It's just like how, it's still what, on, how- it's still ongoing. We don't. There's yeah, like there's just really a know. lot of cases open for people yeah. who supposedly organized January 6th. So there's like it's not the same as oh everybody just gets rounded up and pepper sprayed and like beaten exactly. and then put twist yeah. ties on your wrist and then just like shove you around and then put you in a holding cell and lose track of yeah. you and like that's yeah. what happens to leftists and it just doesn't even <laughs> matter what level you're at. Um <laughs> yeah, I guess the 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 biggest analog is probably the J 
was it the J four during the Trump inauguration? Oh what? yeah, oh. Was like, oh my god! Or it was yeah. like, or it was like also January sixth or some shit. It was like around yeah. that time because yeah, there's always election season. <laughs> People go crazy. Oh J sixteen. Yeah, and and so they were all immediately rounded up, immediately thrown in jail. Um, some of them uh, for uh, like a decade, like some crazy number. And uh, some of them I have since uh, been like petitioned to get get out on parole, I think. But mm. Jesus, it's ugly and awful. Yeah, I think the Proud Boys fucked up in that like they could have become the Frey Corps, but like the they they just probably are a little too antagonistic <laughs> to the American government to not yeah. like get completely enveloped into it, even also... though it's full of yeah, huh? Aren't they a Canadian export as well? Vice, Vice, <laughs> they're maybe. Vice, yeah, Vice magazine. They're a, they're a Brooklyn export. Handcrafted <laughs> yeah. okay. artisanal and Brooklyn. We don't claim them. They, you, Toronto <laughs> can it's have unfortunate. Oh my it's God. unfortunate. One of my friends here who I used to stay with, um, like worked for him at Vice in the 2000s. Um, and that dude would just like, he would just like run down the office aisles like in his underwear and just was like such a fucking clown um, wow so what are he's up to these days living Got in a gated ga- living in a gated community in like um like i want to say like white plants i want to say like up Dude, like he has to go somewhere secluded <laughs> yeah. because people literally just are always trying to beat the shit out of him like, <laughs> had a few friends who lived near him when he was still in brooklyn and they actually would go on missions to try to kick the shit out of him that was that like because they're like because they're like hardcore black block kids and they just like yeah. didn't give a fuck so they would like dress all incognito and go like find him like wait for him That's to leave so his really... apartment and shit Damn, which is cool. That's why I love anarchists. I'm like, dude, you guys are great, actually. Thanks. Do do only do that. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) Do what you can. Feels good. (laughs) Yeah. The only thing you can do is do like a face-off kind of thing. I shouldn't give. Oh my god. (laughs) Wait, is he? Is he? Um, John Travolta, or is he Nicolas Cage? Ooh, I think he's John Travolta. I think John Travolta is the bad guy in that one, right? John Travolta is the one who's like, I love my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Nicolas Cage is like, what if I have sex with her? <laughs> oh, right, right. right. <laughs> that was a movie I rewatched like really early into lockdown. Just like such a good like fugue state. Oh, oh God. Maybe it, I should uh, watch it again. It's one of the here. best movies ever made, <laughs> honestly. So um yeah it's like it's like wait oh okay i was telling you to see it did you watch it yet yes i watched a face off after you told me to watch it and it fucking rocked and then i also it made me want to re-watch um uh wild at heart uh because that was like that was like my my biggest nick cage memory was wild at heart and then i'm like wait he's so iconic and he's also in He's in like a Scion Sono movie I haven't watched yet, um, which is really bizarre. I think he plays a vampire. And oh, Vampire's <laughs> Kiss! That is a great one. That's a so truly good Nicolas Cage. A, Nic- um, a Nicolas Cage yeah. like 
Oof. He's so he's iconic. He's amazing. Oh um, yeah. I almost had I tried to get like a, a Nick Cage thon started in like 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 in 2014 and it never worked out one of of those (laughs) like like, it's like yeah he's a meme now but he's also it it makes sense like yeah it's fine god that's a homestuck or no (laughs) it was con air i think it was both oh con air love it when i went to see the batman a few weeks ago there was a trailer for a new nick cage movie where he's like playing himself like it seems like a total meta cool. like troll like snake eating its own tail thing i want to see it <laughs> yeah, I, heard about oh, yeah. that. I heard about that but i haven't i haven't been to the batman yet i haven't God. seen the pig is- yet either the yeah, pig. That looks wild. yeah the pig it's like was the uh nicholas cage movie from last year just spend your whole life watching uh, nicholas cage movies guys you can be like plenty. us yeah everything's gonna be fine god <laughs> i did want to shout out the the fucking um teamsters both in the u.s and canada are like like you know because like for a while people were like oh what if the truckers are the working class and it's like all right well the actual teamsters are like not part of this at all right yeah <laughs> like what the fuck also like <laughs> yeah wait hold on like truckers are workers like what does that have to do Tru- with anything no it was like it was just the whole like debate about like but if it's a worker maybe, saying something that means it's true it's, and good oh my god yeah. i can't stand anything people. any worker says or it was like, you know, yeah. ignoring Even the racist ones, ignoring that a lot of the like ringleader truckers of this are like not like really worker truckers. They're like the owner operators right. yeah. of yeah. the trucking businesses, totally. which is mm. like, totally different. Beautiful boaters. They beautiful. They saying... are beautiful boaters. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful yeah. Like apparently the trucker vaccination rate is like the same as across Canada. Like it's totally fringy, like not representative of the vibe. Um, so I feel bad for like truckers in general at large. Like they, I don't know, that's, there's such an association with it in the short term anyway. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a My shitty friend, job on a normal day. Yeah. yeah such an interesting subculture though like one of my friends in university um her both her parents are truckers um and by virtue of like pulling constant all-nighters and listening to the radio like it sends people like very far in different directions ideologically like just depending on like what weirdo radio you're listening to oh yeah when i was driving a truck (laughs) i had a I always had an audio book to listen to. Nice. Oh, that's good. Yeah, God. it's essential. Otherwise, it's like if... Because there's also like programming will drive you nuts if it's like in hour-long blocks and then you're like, oh, I'm just listening to eight programs. And it's just oh, like, no. fucking uh, hours and minutes. <laughs> or like music. Oh my God. Some days, like if you try to listen to music for like eight hours and you're just yeah. driving and there's just like little dots and then yellow line and then white line and then like turn, <sighs> don't turn. It's just like, uh, actually I kind of need like a really in-depth narrative where it's like hours go by and then you just are like, oh, and then what happens? Wow. <laughs> yeah, you need to have Another no world. perception of time. 
Yeah. 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 Program hour-long programs. <laughs> have to schedule it. I felt the same way. Yeah. When I was like, all I could do was uh, listen to, to podcasts uh, when I was metal finishing because you just have headphones in anyway all day. But uh, yeah, I would imagine that like it's even crazier now. You get like shoved into a crazier direction now because like you're not totally just relying on the local radio. And so you're just keyed into some horrible Pandora station, you know? God. Yeah. <sighs> um okay well another going back to like the royal family talk um i think and and anarchist talk i think we should discuss we haven't on the podcast yet grimes and chelsea relationship do we i really want to (laughs) oh my god what is happening the bingo card for 2022 is so vast and this was not on it for me still but then in retrospect i'm like i don't know i guess i don't know what do you all it makes sense at the end of the day but like it only it only feeds her celebrity that's what i feel like yeah well i think that it's i just yeah it's like it's like a same same kind of thing right it's like okay what's the pool of internet Mm. people Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then it's Mm. just it's not even like or like tech internet culture people who are single and fuckable somehow math yeah it's like forget the ideology right it's like that's right that's right i mean if you if you remove the ideology they're all math nerds um and like they're all computer nerds they're they're boing boingers yes they are because that's also the thing jenny um was <laughs> let's bring Wait, what's a what's a boing boinger yeah boing boing is is this horrible blog that i probably checked three times a day for about 12 years from like Whoa. i don't know 2003 oh. to <laughs> to whenever i just was able to wean myself off um and it's it's kind of like it's like reddit for girls it's reddit for girls it's the most annoying shit it's extremely ready player one i think the guy the the ready player one guy is is like the founder or something uh and and jenny was uh or is a big part of it and zenny jardin actually who we often talk about on the show as being an insane op, <laughs> like a liberal. Op. Yeah. And, but like, even cause I remember when like it was, Oh, the news hit that like Chelsea Manning's trans in like prison. I was like, wait, but that was like part of the, the leak wiki. That was part of the leak. Wasn't it? And no, it was because Jenny fucking like, I, what do you call outed, it? Like forced her? her? Yeah, outed yeah. her basically. Yeah. So I was like, how did I already know this? And it was because this horrible person like, <laughs> wrote articles about it as like just the leak stuff was happening. Um, wow. And so that makes sense. It, it, and so I think that like if if Grimes has decided to become like the you know the e-girl because i you know you and we were talking about this earlier in a different conversation but that like she understands that the original her original audience has disowned her completely um oh yeah yeah the art angels have sent her to art hell (laughs) (laughs) and so she's got to pivot 
<laughs> well, it's so weird because she like, yeah, she she branded with the recent release of like, oh my god, I have been destroyed by this man, I and like he do, do he that. only loves like, his work and not me. And look at me, I'm naked now. And then it was like the song, next, which is the worst part. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It's just so weird though. Too, it's like you know when a when a lady is like single and she's because she's just like naked just like guys i'm naked hello it's like all right oh i guess you're not with anyone doesn't have to just be a lady it could be a thotty thotty dude no you know what i mean like like ladies like girls you know hey i'm back i'm out again hello single ready to me um for sure uh and then my uh my tinfoil brain about it is that um grimes has been like uh baiting the left um in all these ways with mm-hmm. like the communist manifesto shoot and um, and then <laughs> and also like reaching out specifically to lefty twitch streamers which chelsea is one of them um, but not just Chelsea. She reaches out to like kind of all of them in in weird ways, or like interacts with them. Um, uh, just tr- like kind of like, yeah. I feel like it's a little baiting, and I don't trust her. Um, and I feel like it's kind of a, a Trojan horse situation happening. Yeah. I, like, I feel like she's just doing whatever the fuck she wants and it, nothing actually matters and all of these people are not actually left or right or anything it's just like a big old media sphere and people just say I things agree. and like yeah yeah and then it's like yeah. oh my god this will excite people if this combination happens let's like keep it's the pure show going yeah that's that's she's all been, very true yeah. that's all very true <laughs> um and she's always been that way but i can't ignore her uh having two children with like the evaluated richest man in the United States. And so that relationship to the ruling class as flimsy as he is and as uh, uh, con artisty as he is, like is, is notable and strange. Uh, Well, she's probably figured out that she can very easily get leftist mad and talk about her on their podcast. So yeah, she is (laughs) at least doing that, which is why I don't think that we need to, (laughs) Yeah, she's just like a show person and she's putting on a really good show. And like, it's, it's yeah. just, it's Madonna. <laughs> Whatever. It is well, just like Madonna. A, like early into the Elon Musk relationship, because um, I was a fan of hers. I don't know, like, um, as another another chaotic Canadian cultural export, Jesus Christ. Um, but early into the Elon Musk relationship, she gave an interview. It was like an interview magazine thing where it was her and Lana Del Rey chatting. Um, And you got the vibe from that interview that Elon Musk is very controlling. And like, there is a line I remember so clearly where Grimes is like, I don't feel like I'm in control of my life or like what's going on right now. So there was a little while where I was kind of like, oh my God, blink twice if you need help. but it seems, I don't know, that's kind of like stripping her of agency. And I think she is like an actor in all of this um, and has been coming up with like 
kooky schemes from the beginning. Like there was that thing with her and her boyfriend, like building oh my the God, house the boat and going down the river. The like, that's she's how just you know. That's the like. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she just well, she's living her life like. <laughs> she's kind of um just doing not the, same, not the same as kanye but they both feel very zeitgeisty in terms of like taking a chaotic energy to such like high surreal stakes yeah like i think they'll i think they'll each be looked back on as like super emblematic of the times um like even in the misanthropocene album which i mm. actually kind of like um there's like it can't it, it was made in 2018 2019 but it has like lines about like the plague and coming like it feels like extremely 2020 in like a very press in a very prescient way um not to yeah. say that, that she's like i don't know she that she's not evil or anything but it's a very intriguing album to listen to now yeah um, I, I mean I, yeah, I I think it's I think it's like an ecofash type album, yeah. um, and yeah. it's like which like I can understand like getting into the mindset of like we just gotta we gotta get into prepper mode because this thing's done. Fuck everybody else or like whatever. Like I don't know. Like I mean, that's what Elon has literally done. <laughs> that's because that's what he totally. does. Yeah. And, yeah, and you know, and and she is genuinely really interested in accelerating these sh- horrible technologies, like um they she's like a judge on that like really stupid <gasps> fake like oh, the vtubers the vtuber <laughs> like uh reality singing show um or like this type of thing it it really feels like um it is very boing boing core it is very like um <laughs> getting everybody ready for ready player one world and mm. um getting people into that as like a, this is going to be the culture whether you like it or not. It's going to um, be fun. You'll have a tiny house. I feel like you'll have a I, micro apartment. I feel like I was in boat. like a sci-fi or something where like I'm. It's like all right. So in my life, my in my actual life, in a lot of like these key years, I was like institutionalized. Um, <laughs> so I couldn't like use a computer, and I didn't have a phone. And I just like, it was like I graduated high school and then I was like in a work program and I was like in like a kids have to get sober thing. Um, And like, it just makes me think like of a sci-fi where everyone else is in some kind of a weird, like, like you guys are all body snatchers shit that I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, (laughs) it's just locked up. And then I got out and the world is different. You're 28 days later. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Cause I was trying to put it together. I was like, why don't I know this stuff? And then when you say the years, I'm like, Oh yeah, I was like in this thing where I just was getting (laughs) diner every day. And I just like worked in the kitchen yeah 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 it's like oh yeah that was when i was just wearing a hospital gown oh yeah Yeah. and it was like oh in the mean meanwhile everyone else got like this other crazy addiction that's so cool yeah yeah we all all got pilled in the yeah we all got body snatched yeah yeah we got we got body snatched dude oh no yeah my big like epiphany about it is that like it's um sword art online it's literally the plot of sword art online um and grimes is 
the main character of Sword Art Online who like uh, the, the basic premise of Sword Art Online is that it is the you di- if you die in the game, you die in real life anime. Um, okay. And um, <laughs> but like All right now. Yeah. But by the end of the <laughs> by the end of the show, the main character like meets the creator of the game and like fights him and wins. And then like, um, like, like is like, um, so emotional, like thanks him, thanks him for trapping him in a like genocidal prison. And like, is like, like loves him. Like, it's just like fawning over him. Like, like any Elon Musk, like sycophant guy, like that's what the main character is. So is that like a work really set that guy free or something kind of thing? Yeah, it is. It's uh, it is that, but for like you're a cute anime uh, person um, in in like a fantasy setting uh, on on your you know in a mm. in an MMO in in like World of Warcraft or whatever World mm. of World of Literal Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> World of uh, Statecraft. Uh, World of Statecraft. Oh no. Mm. <laughs> yeah. No, it will so it reminds me I was like uh uh one of my Twitter mufos, uh Rare Borealis. I don't know if I actually know them in real oh, life. Danielle, or not. she's awesome. Yeah, so she was writing about uh how like she works i guess she works at a bookstore and kids keep on coming in and asking if they rent books whoa (laughs) the children need to go to the library they don't know they don't know that they can go to the library oh did you see the yeah there's like a subscription service thing now like because everything is being privatized so it's like oh you can actually you can subscribe to this service and rent books yeah i forget what it's called mm. but it's actually like they've reverse engineered everything to be private and to be <laughs> on like a f- like you're just always like constantly bleeding a little bit of money but it doesn't mean anything because it's like just in your phone yeah i had like a like a stoner moment of being like will the f- will the free internet years be looked upon with the same like awe and reverence as like hippie times just in terms of like big moment for societal transformation that then kind of like got subsumed and repackaged exact same lineage so yeah 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 it's just yeah it's just a gen x hippies (laughs) sounds awful (laughs) (laughs) that's why it is awful it is all it is awful Uh, but yeah I just picture like I have a few friends who are more like Gen Z I think they're like Gen Z cusps um but as time goes on I'll know younger and younger people and it'll just be funny to be like back in my day could download (laughs) some shit for free and (laughs) Uh, and amazing people on Tumblr (laughs) on Tumblr where culture was getting invented (laughs) or the Penny Arcade forums Oh my God! Holy well, shit! I appreciate you guys indulging um, my Grimes talk because, like, yeah, I I did this zine um, in the months before COVID about like the Grimes Elon relationship, so it's definitely like a beat. I feel like I need to. Like... I didn't know about that. Well, I that's what. That. Yeah. Well, it was my like video game boss zine. There's like a okay. spread. There's a spread in there about like the We Appreciate Power video and oh, the kind of like training people yeah. to just like be like 
all right, I'm just going to take, take the check and appreciate the, you know, yeah. Liz came on the podcast and wanted to talk to us about it. And then it's definitely, it became an inspiration. (laughs) (laughs) So it's definitely an ongoing subject but um yeah i there's it, it is really annoying because it is just a spectacle and yeah. like i get like but, but you don't get to choose who your contemporaries are that's the just yeah. like that's it's the thing the, it's probably like extra weird <laughs> for all of us because like grimes started out as kind of like in the scene like montreal mm-hmm. comics people i know mm-hmm. used to like party with her like mm-hmm. in diy spaces like that's kind of like that was and, where and Chelsea's, happened. Chelsea's in our scene a little bit and in our community a right, little bit. Yeah, that's kind of true. Yeah. Like I, I met her at the Trans Day of Visibility in the past and talked to her, and she's awesome. Like, I well, I, I think it's like that. It's uh, these kind of um, like they're always among us. <laughs> like <laughs> like the like the the vancouver trust fund that isn't she yeah like vancouver yeah. trust fund kids are like Body they're, they're all over the they're all over the diy scenes they are partying with us because it's like that's, well, that's yeah, something okay. they enjoy i'm just gonna touch you know? on this very briefly because i know it's like really stupid but the south by southwest stuff that merging into just like a bunch of um really stupid presentations about like um how nfts are going to like uh Oh my so- solve God. diversity yeah. and inclusion <laughs> south by southwest is the scourge of my oh entire no. life <laughs> i fucking <laughs> oh yeah as a texan like, uh, like as an austinite <laughs> oh right austinite <laughs> jesus it's Ooh. such it's so evil it is such an evil evil festival <laughs> it really it always has been and that's like yes what would drive me nuts i've is never like, been when i was my like point of pride <laughs> When I was part of Silent Barn or like part of like other like more musicy stuff, like and people were yeah. like, "We're gonna get into we're South going by to South by," and I'm like, "Don't." <laughs> yeah, I agree. Don't. Um, I don't know anything about South by Southwest. <laughs> I just asked okay yesterday if it was a film festival. I was like, it "What is? is uh, it's it? like an everything. Like, it's I don't an everything even want to know. Don't even tell but, me." Yeah, it started as a music festival and then uh, just expanded and then real as well, kind of as Austin. I don't even know San Francisco itself. Um, mm. White Plains itself. That was the thing. My dad came up to visit, and he was like. Oh, white. I guess I'm coming out. <laughs> Damn it. No, leave out all of that. <laughs> Suburb. You could just say suburban city, suburban, suburban cities. city. Yeah. I mean, but it's, it's, uh, no, it's terrible. It just, as, as Austin became more and more of a like tech center, uh, it, it just is like absolutely pushed out everyone everyone normal who isn't a complete psycho and now it's and it's been like a weird playground for at least 20 years now but Mm. it's getting kind of it's just constantly escalating itself part of the like sort of meow wolf colonization of um spaces or like like the the i don't even know there's no like like the (laughs) diy indie because i think it really hopped straight from like hippie honky tonk kind of shit into uh like like you know there's there's slackers richard linklater slackers that's 
the best description of it, but that's not really like the DIY mm. scenes that mm. I've encountered, at least up here. Um, it's too hot to be in black block all the time, although some people <laughs> manage, but the, <laughs> um, yeah, to, I always remember it as like, oh, if we get on South by Southwest, we have a really good chance of getting um, picked up by a record label. And it's like, well, yeah, you want to yeah. get picked up by yeah. a fucking record. Because you want to make yeah, money. Awful. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a good way to make some money. Good way to make some <laughs> That's money. That's what a festival is, you know? Yeah. But Respect. anyway. <laughs> I'm not that analogous, but it kind of sounds like um, the trajectory San Diego Comic-Con took, where it like started totally. as like a comics totally. thing. And now it's just yeah. this like big beast like entertainment industry bullshit yeah it's just austin was a city of burnouts yeah and now it is not damn (laughs) i want to go to a city of burnouts (laughs) yeah that was it was where you would end up if like you just kind of couldn't fit in anywhere else in but there was like a city for burnouts where instead of like public benches there was like beanbag chairs everywhere And like water <laughs> waterproof beanbag. Yeah, yeah, such yeah. A good like, yeah, like <laughs> super coated. Sort of that vibe. But, even, oh. but that's finally starting to get chipped away at. They're becoming a tech city, sadly. Oh but... no. That's why well, they're becoming tech cities. That's the problem. Yeah. This yeah. is why I'm um I'm pro Quebecois um independent. Because, <laughs> um, well, yeah, that's I was explaining just gonna preserve the culture a couple weeks ago that um all yeah, all the drama with separatism in the 70s like pushed all the corporations out of Quebec so Montreal I don't know for like 30 or 40 years just like never gentrified in the same way other cities do because there Mm -hmm. was no money there so people just kind of like joined Arcade Fire and hung out (laughs) (laughs) like some of the earliest like dispensary like streets like i remember seeing when i was like a teenager like in montreal like an entire street of dispensary type things oh shit (laughs) sounds right (laughs) (laughs) like that was the only industry there (laughs) well yeah it's the hell's angels like runs that town wow (laughs) um but I i think until very recently because the Hells Angels runs everything, Montreal was spared from the opioid crisis, like from fentanyl, because oh, um, my God. since the Hells Angels were controlling the drug supply, it like stayed pretty safe. Like there wasn't really the same wow. contamination. So, <laughs> hey. <laughs> like, we want community- to keep them alive. This is this is what community yeah. policing looks like. <laughs> oh, God. Community community uh, accountability. Uh, <laughs> sick. Bobby is not all bad. <laughs> oh. oh my God! My I wanted to relay this like very funny Chelsea Manning tidbit. It might you might have all like heard it, but. Um, I loved hearing when she was like doing the actual leaks, she was trying to find a way to covertly get the information out and ended up putting it all on a burn scene with Lady Gaga written on it. Yeah. Just so all the other military people would just be like, whoa. Like, oh <laughs> my God, that's brilliant. That. Wow. That's, that's trans actually- excellence. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful story and like that uh, know. you know and and like uh, for her to be like yeah i don't know she is such a such a, like that leak is so monumentally important and like 
maybe all the Grimes shit, spectacle shit is just trying to downplay that aspect of like, <laughs> I don't know, um, like what what Chelsea means to so many people or something or like, like yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that Chelsea probably like didn't ever really want to be like have have such a spotlight. No, <laughs> I mean, I figure like yeah, like I wouldn't. Um, and maybe is never, you know, obviously don't know or never met her, but um, she seems kind of like what a normal person would try to do when all of a sudden there's a huge amount of attention on you. And, and that can mean like trusting people who maybe shouldn't be trusted or um, trying to run for an office that you probably shouldn't be running for. Um, And I don't Mm -hmm. know. So you just settle into like, well, I could Twitch stream. That could be fun. Yeah. Yeah, well, she's I, very intelligent, but then there's a mm-hmm. difference between being smart and being like savvy, like navigating. Yeah, totally. This weird world. I don't know. She's a computer nerd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, may, and maybe maybe she's gonna rescue Grimes and the children from Elon, and we're all live happily ever after. I know. Yeah. Honestly, I think that if if Grimes' smartest move was to like hook herself a uh, a seat in his like New Zealand fortress, if she has one of his children, two of his children. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. That's I not mean, the way like, royal families work. Uh, <laughs> case in point, Princess Di. Okay, but mm. it could be kind of like how in a lot of I don't know, like right in in China, like. For uh, I can't remember some dynasty. It would be like you have you have several wives, or several oh, yeah. not wives, and bunch of concubines. They're all there. Yeah, concub- Like they're all there, present on the compound. Yeah. <laughs> and so they all, all have you have some along. obligation. To, yeah, and you're constantly kind of <laughs> trying to vie for power there. But uh, all right, somebody write into the show and tell me. Well, there is also the Azalea Banks moment. Um, these like, <laughs> yeah. oh, God. Uh, like about going off. <laughs> Wait, was there a recent one or just the whole saga? She was in the Elon Musk Grimes mansion. They tried to yeah, get her have a yeah. threesome thing, right, like yeah. Because she and Grimes are going to make music together, right? And then yeah. that quickly fell apart, and Azalea famously said that Grimes smelled like a dirty nickel. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Wow. She, she rocks. She rocks. <laughs> yeah, it's a special kind of anxiety sweat, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know she like hates trans people or whatever, but I just think she's iconic. <laughs> I think she's neat. <laughs> like <laughs> Well, she does, but then she also like seems to hang out with a lot of trans people. So confusing. I don't know. Like she just said some stupid shit. I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure she doesn't totally. stand by it. Like no. I, I, she just I, says I crazy them. shit all the time. Yeah. I've never seen her say a normal thing. Exactly. I think she just says stuff and like goes with it and sees if someone will follow that conversation for five minutes. Azalea yeah. Banks saying something else is also an art kid. She also she went to. Mm-hmm. Art school. She's very much in the same milieu. She went to LaGuardia. Yeah, so it all like makes sense. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know how long we've been going. We haven't even talked about like, oh, Eric, what have you been working on? What are some upcoming projects? <laughs> <Good question>. <laughs> <laughs> how are you, Eric? <laughs> well, this trip is, um, has uh, unwittingly become a residency, I guess, because I've had nothing <laughs> to do but work on stuff. Um, Thank you I'm for doing... the poster. <laughs> Oh, you're welcome. That was so fun. <laughs> I never, I hardly ever work fully digitally, but that was like a blast for Sonic 2006 Club. If I stay trapped here forever, maybe I'll come. Yes, <laughs> that would be great. You could spread COVID to all of us. That's right. I mean, well, no, I'm, I'm getting into this weird zone where the internet says I'm like not contagious going forward, but it can still, a test can still show up positive for a bit. Um, Less so with the rapid test than a PCR, but we'll see. Um, but the main thing I've been working on is a project with um, my friend Alex McClelland, who does has been doing a lot of activism for like, I don't know, over a decade. And he did his PhD on HIV criminalization in Canada. Um, and a couple years ago, we collabed on a booklet where he published a couple of his interviews with um, people who've been like arrested or imprisoned on charges and I did their portraits. Um, and that's been kind of expanded into a full book for Rutgers. And we're doing like 20 pages of comics and illustrations, um, which is really cool. I don't know, it's like, it's- It's, it's very material. apt. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very much part of the discussion right now with just like navigating COVID and like the like stigma and like criminalization instances around that. Um, and uh, da, 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 yeah, no, it's material that would be kind of daunting and academic um, to many. So the idea of making it more visual is kind of cool just to kind of like personalize it um because going beyond like statistics these are like people whose like lives have been upended um mm -hmm. because of like non-disclosure laws in Canada which are like super outdated because at this point in HIV treatment like if you're taking medication um it's like impossible for you to transmit it to a partner it's that whole like undetectable equals untransmissible mm -hmm. um so yeah, Canada is like one of the worst countries in the like quote unquote developed world for that. I think like maybe worse than the US in some ways, but don't quote me on that. It probably depends on the state because every yeah. every state discrimination laws are different in the United States. And totally. like there, there's been this like stalled act in Congress that like Biden has like promised many times to pass that like, the, the Democrats, even though there's a majority in both houses, um, still haven't passed. They're called the Equality. Act. It's called the Equality Act, and it's like a it would it would standardize all of the anti discrimination stuff, uh, so that all, like all the states like it's like we're okay now we're all on the same page about like um, sex and gender based discrimination and race based oh, discrimination and yes. Like they, they did like part of it recently. They did like the crown act for natural hair. Um, but it would have covered that too. It, this much, this much bigger blanket bill, but it's like, instead, I think it's all getting split up into like piecemeal bullshit things and like Yeesh. 
trans people will probably be like the last to get any sort of protections. But uh, yeah, like Florida definitely has had its fair share of HIV criminalization cases um, Mm -hmm. and uh, like jail, like people in jail for it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, So I don't know. It's like, it's the, the research is like, above my pay grade just because I haven't spent the years doing it, but it feels nice to contribute to it with my own skill set. I don't know. I feel like that's like in the short term anyway, that's kind of a cool way. That's been a cool way for me to try and approach activism um, just by being like, I don't know if I'll ever be the person on a megaphone, but I'll make a poster for you. (laughs) Kind of my vibe. Yeah, no, you're very much within that um, uh, history. The um, like, I don't know who, who did like Second Avenue Caper, like that. Like, like when I read that, it really, um, like that, like was such a vivid like historical moment of like like people who, um, you know, got got together like their own like mutual aid networks to get people AIDS medications and stuff and mm. like all like very <laughs> like outside of yeah. like my my straight friends made fun of me early on in COVID when I was like well we might need to like you know set up a network like if if people need to get tests and like um uh get uh w- w- medication and, and whatever like I don't know I forget how I said it and they were just like what like <laughs> like you want to trade drugs like, like i'm like, <laughs> like, I'm like yes <laughs> kind of we kind of have to trade drugs here i don't know yeah <laughs> well with canada we had like kind of a botched and very slow vaccine rollout and we were all joining discords for our like postal codes um And it was just like, oh, so stressful. It was everyone just trying to find loopholes to be like, oh, this random community center in the suburbs will take our postal code on technicality. Um, I was grateful for it, but wild that we all had to do that. Yeah, when you when you read some of the ACT UP era stuff, and like mm. whether it's like the new Sarah Shulman book, or I, I do recommend Second Avenue Caper. It's a comic book, and it's very easy to read. Too. Uh, but it yeah, it makes you like oh, like this group of people has already been through all this before. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> I want to read the Sarah Shulman book. Um, it's so dauntingly large, though. Holy shit! There's a lot of it. Like it's just you could just listen to because it's true pulling yeah, from totally. pulling from the oral history yeah stuff um yeah it's all <laughs> just trying to get act up two going like come on <laughs> yeah, everybody's Bless. rent is too high <laughs> <laughs> nightmare um but yeah uh Oh, do we have anything else at the end? I don't know how long we've been going, so. <laughs> I don't either. I think actually it's uh, 7.30. So maybe not even that, maybe only an hour. Is that right? Well, yeah, it's about an hour. Right. Oh, yeah. That's cool with me. I guess I'll plug yeah. the thing tomorrow, but maybe I, I doubt maybe maybe the episode will be out. Yeah, I'm going to do the POD cast um, talking about oh, yeah. AMVs. That should be fun. Oh, I wish yes. I could join. And then come to Sonic 2006 Club on April 2nd at the Deep End. Ew. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, yeah. And um, 
art business class <laughs> is the first Tuesday of the month, every month. Uh, wait, that's coming up at some point. We'll talk about it again someday, but that'll be I'm, I'm April 5th, 5th is the Tuesday. Uh, and we're going to have our next blender class on March 27th. And our friend, friend of the pod, Nico, is in the group. And we're trying to get... All right, so Nico, don't get mad at me. It's my idea. <laughs> I just think Nico knows a lot about Blender. And if people want to learn things about Blender, we could also make a Patreon to, you know, enable this fine uh, teaching master to grace us with knowledge so yeah. we might have an actual blender teacher if yeah. everyone can support the residency yes and I he really it. knows like it seems like everything about like <laughs> i mean we're like, we're pretty general we're we're on the working on our donuts but um nico's very modest about the knowledge but it does seem yeah. kind of bottomless yeah. Nico works as a fucking like teacher of like programming. Like Nico knows all that stuff. Nico went to school for this stuff. Like you know. that's a, all right. So yeah, this is an ad for Nico. Nico is worth is your money, basically. Nico is in the blender house. If anybody wants to learn, yeah. I feel like I am actually making progress and it's great. I'm I'm obsessed now. Um so yeah, if anybody else wants to join, uh, check out constructingthereal.com and we can point you in the right direction. Um, and Eric, everyone can find you at Cossack Williams. I'll, I'll link it in the description. Um, but yeah, any, any, hey. uh, we got it. We caught everything, right? <laughs> yeah. We did it. What's this, whole, yeah. what's this whole Ukraine thing I keep hearing about? <laughs> yeah. Well, Eric, so Eric uh, is. Let's have fun, everybody. Yeah, no. Good luck going places. Eric is our <laughs> our token Ukrainian. <laughs> true yeah I mean, uh, i'm uh, yeah i don't have any i like i'm fairly far removed from that cultural heritage uh no worries which is no judgment here. <laughs> it's, it's scary. Other podcast oh yeah um. <laughs> i have to i have to eat my hat on something i said in a previous recording oh. which was that i would not participate in any auctions but um <laughs> i I think I might be participating in an auction, but it was after having a discussion about how I thought that most charities are not actually giving money to people who need it. Mm -hmm. uh, and they were like, oh yeah. yeah, we're working with people who actually, not just are like, oh yeah, I'm like, I am Ukrainian, but I've never been there. They're like, oh no, no, no. Yeah, like I know my family is there. I know the places, I know these things, I know these groups. So I feel a little yeah. better about that. I know Josh. Yeah, Josh I know Josh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's good people. He'll, he's gonna get that money where it needs to go. The, the, the one that was like, um, uh, that I guess is friends with like one of my jobs was like um, seeming seemingly giving it directly to people 
yeah it would yeah it seems like there's like some infrastructure developing and i just want to say that if anybody heard my previous outburst about being frustrated with the model of uh mutual aid always being like oh you know if you're an artist you just put up your art for auction and then somebody else pays some money and gets some art but then like sends it to people it's just very weird sends it to a charity and then yeah. it goes through a nonprofit system and then everybody's taxes get all yeah, changed no, around and no then no doctors without borders bullshit yeah no red cross no, no yeah. doctors without no borders yeah. like i'm looking for some local neighborhood shit but um <laughs> Yeah, but you know, it's 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 good to be skeptical, you know, especially as like a lot of like aid, like it is like some of the aid, which I don't know if I agree with or not, like it, it like is going to like fund people who are like in military conflict, which right. is like a little iffy because it's like okay, I get you want to defend your homeland, so yeah, I get it, but like yeah, I think that's like a a valid concern. Like, is it going to like weapons or like is it going to like what is that i got i got a sponsored instagram ad saying like offering like telling me to go like enlist to fight in ukraine yeah that's what all the guys on reddit are doing and they're freaking out because uh they're actually having to fight real war and like the guys who are there volunteering who were like in afghanistan or something where it's like wait a minute how do you do a war if you're not the one with all the all weapons? Of the weapons. Yeah. yeah. This but I was sucks. Like, is everyone like, getting this? Shit. Have they targeted me because of my last name? Like, I they was have so definitely shook to see that. Like, just on the feed, like in between, like, <sighs> like memes and Britney Spears twirling oh around. I was Fuck. like, this is. Yeah. It really is because yeah, probably your name. Martha Rosler strikes again. <laughs> Uh, all right anyway um everyone survive out there navigate as best you can totally oh yeah (laughs) keep your eyes on all of those dang uh gas prices and and fuck the shit fuck the rah-rah shit it's good to be skeptical of the nationalism it's good to be skeptical of like the united states like um putting a bunch of media and money into like tying u.s patriotism into ukrainian patriotism like that's clearly happening and like i think that we're past the point of really being able to hide the fact that we we do things economically to just like slap the general public in the face like Mm, like earmarking billions of dollars for weapons uh to be sent to ukraine is like one thing we we've already done that like taking it like from twice the i think yeah. yeah yeah it's like we decided not to do the massive distribution of like masks and at-home testing and stuff and we just put all that money into like fighting in ukraine and then we're like oh sorry oh yeah and then when the stock market crashes it's like okay let's just make a trillion dollars then and you know it's like if anybody else is confused about this like they think oh we're really gonna do a good job or something it's like yeah come on paints a pretty clear picture at this point it's hard to like see it as anything else you know 
Yeah, it just it's it sucks because we've reached this point where analysis is like kind of unnecessary because it's like, oh, Dude. look at how like mm -hmm. obvious everything is. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sorry if you're not on this page, like you never will be. Like, if you can't see that it's like, oh right, like NATO was literally made to fuck Russia. Oh right. Oh shit. Yeah. Why are they mad? Why are they mad? <laughs> They're such assholes. Why are they mad? What's happening? Putin's crazy. Yeah, it's really just Putin is crazy. Our government is sane. For yeah. Sure. Totally I definitely yeah. think our government's super sane. Yeah. Our government's so sane and normal and cool, and we're just trying to make things better for others. We're just the, trying to defend democracy. The, yeah. Because the, the Ukrainians, they've only had a small taste of it, and they want more. Yeah. Don't let it get taken away from them. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like the the there was a bit on on a recent war nerd where they were talking about how like clearly like the Russian people are being like brainwashed in the same way that the United States people were were being brainwashed mm -hmm. like with like they're not everybody literally they're all Nazis and then literally they're all the Taliban or literally they're all Al Qaeda mm -hmm. like you know it, it's you know there's so there's a lot like that's like well, how americans are all not no i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean it, yeah it's just very all weird all like <laughs> it's like we're we're like is. in a battle for for like people's attention or something but then like if there are people in the world that want to go like yeah there are countries that have a completely universal alignment to one organization or another it's like all right, if you're just gonna like go ahead, like, yes, all of these people are Nazis because they, I drew a circle around their houses and they just all are. Like, it just is what it it's, is. It's like in my neighborhood, like people blocking out the word vodka on the awnings. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah, dude, freedom fries. Oh, no, <laughs> that's the retro thing I wasn't really. Mm. <laughs> and I saw back. that uh, those videos of like artists at the Guggenheim throwing oh little God. paper yeah. planes yeah. for a no-fly zone, which would artists are so dumb. Second, yeah, it bums me no out. No-fly zone shit around New York. It seems like posters and shit. It's That's what really I'm saying. It's a media striking. effort. There's yeah. a media like like there is a clear media campaign going on to advertise to people to say this shit because the government mm -hmm. can't go and say we want a no fly zone but if all the people are if it's super mm -hmm. popular the government doesn't want a no fly zone though that's they one thing no biden doesn't want to initiate like a nuclear conflict with some no. like a country but, no, that I is agree. actually capable of bringing a war here I agree, the, with, I agree with that. He might be old and he might be rotting from the inside out, but he <laughs> doesn't want that. Like, I don't think He's that, still got memories like, from in the, the back pocket 60s. or something. Like, <laughs> okay. No, I totally agree with that. But there are other deeper parts of the state that may want that. No, we're not going to. We're going <laughs> to end up skirting this like we do every single other conflict and claiming that we're never involved just because we can pull all of these economic strings. It's like people scream about no fly zones for every conflict, but it doesn't mean like that there's, you know, and it's not like, oh, the plane is actually going to be 
we're gonna have a nuclear war it's gonna be so sick it's like no we're gonna make a lot of money because what their yeah. plan is is already working they're already yeah. like strangling <clears throat> this like pipeline for oil and it's all just a, it's just like another fuel it's another energy conflict yeah yeah i mean i think people just feel a little more nervous about it now because like i don't know things just have a feeling of being a bit more unglued or something like cold war shit I mean, I mean, I yeah, wasn't Cold War. Alive for Cold War shit, but it seemed it was horrifying. To, like, yeah, it was Cold War was horrifying. To it. Everyone yeah. was being everyone was being told from uh, from uh, being a small child, like, okay, we're gonna like mm. prepare for nuclear war today, children. When the bell goes yes. off, we all have to hide from the bomb. Like, no, this is like just a continuation of that. But as it far is. as because like, the same... leadership goes, nobody wants that. No. Well, it's the same gerontocracy that's still in charge. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, lived like they that. still remember it. They still yes. remember it. <laughs> they were but, doing it. And it's just like this weird ahistoricity where nobody thinks like, oh, yeah, the Cuban Missile Crisis actually like horrified people and was mm. still like way closer of a conflict than this. Mm. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and my just, theory is always who's funding it. Uh, who's funding the posters? That's all. Sorry. Yeah, well, I mean, is, people I are just such shit posters. Oh my god. Well, one, it's that it's not necessarily all funded by the media, but it's just that, like, I mean, that's the whole thing about the internet, where like every every opinion is present, and so which you don't even have to fund it. You can just like grab onto this thing that already exists. Does that make sense? So it's it's not like mm. there's a specific plan. There's just this knowledge that like. Oh, well, if we funnel money into this thing that's already existing, then it doesn't even look like, you know, it just happens to line up with what we think. Um, I will I will that- say working in the other end of um, media, working like behind the scenes in communications, like there are these like there is a lot of like press releases and like um, media kits and like things about like how to get your org to sign on with this you know there's there is like whether it's like funneled through like ngos or like whatever and a lot of the times an ngo could like be a dark money holder for something more nefarious so i don't know it's just something to follow the money sniff around (laughs) no i mean i i agree with you in in large parts maybe like philosophically but <laughs> it's all in, it's all true like everything yeah every like it's all yeah. i don't know it's all happening at the same time and it's there's not one source of it for yeah. sure um, yeah but with the cold war it's um i like i don't think that america will ever let anyone else ever fire an actual nuke like we are mm-hmm. the only we are the only nuclear power like full stop no because if because that would be the end of the chokehold america has on the entire world if anyone else actually used a nuke anyway the thing is that we can't really control that unless we just say we're not getting involved which is Mm -hmm. why we won't because that's the only way we can keep our power and we do it economically and we do it by doing proxy wars yeah. yeah. We're just doing it again. We're yeah. just doing it again. Doing it again, but this time it's white people. And it's very sad. So 
Um, I mean, it is. There are new ideas, though. Everything's so, I don't know, when the when the invasion was like really ramping up, I was like, oh my God, this is like a terrible like Netflix reboot of a series that has been done many times already. I don't know, <laughs> like my, I don't know, my grandparents like escaped the Russians and now it's just yeah whatever, you know? Yeah, oh God. Yeah, like reading more about the history of Ukraine is so intense because it's like, yeah. just like- shielded from it growing yeah. up. Yeah, it's like it's pretty like it's brutal. Yeah, because there's like Holodomor and there's like when the Germans occupied like and it was crazy because that was like in close enough proximity that it was like or we haven't even had like generations pass by. It's like Holocaust like uh, the Holocaust makes its way like Germans like they come into Ukraine. Ukrainians are like, oh, sick. Like, you're going to take out the Russians yeah. and then we're going to be Soviets. free. Huge. And then, yeah. yeah. And then the Germans were like, oh, yeah, but actually we're going to just start exterminating Jewish people Jewish here people, and yeah. maybe anybody yeah. else we want to because uh, it wasn't just relegated to that. And then the Ukrainians were like, wait, seriously? Like, we're just everything everything and then stalin is like how about man-made famine <laughs> like at least the russians just put us in a field and left us to rot and die we weren't we weren't being killed mechanically <laughs> it's just it's totally crazy because even before then it's because of like the region proximity yeah. to like silk road trades and stuff there was always mm-hmm. like these different Real world location. powers coming through that area mm-hmm. and yeah. trying to mm-hmm. like fight for access to like waterways <laughs> access to like uh, like distribution and it's just like i mean honestly i do think it would be cool like if people there could have sovereignty and be like like we're we're done with yeah. sure yeah. outside influence Probably. but it's not like it's not actual sovereignty it, yeah when, it's NATO, when nato's involved yeah exactly because yeah. and then it's like the whole thing with nato like stringing them along is really intense too because there was sort of like this weird open invitation that was like hanging over their heads for like decades so it was like yeah eventually we would consider the ukrainian bid for like you know, participating in this organization, but you'd have to like, you know, meet some stipulations that we haven't discussed yet. Yeah. The will they won't they is ultimately what, um, I think uh, like made Putin go crazy and act like, you know, he is crazy. I mean, the thing that made Putin go crazy already happened like at the fall of the Soviet union. Cause he was just like, wait, like, you know, I think he, because I don't know, it's like, whatever, like his grandfather worked for Stalin, what, you know, and he was like, he was like into the communist party line. And he thought like, yeah, I'm going to do like the communist crony thing, join the KGB, work my way up. Mm. And like, live my life. Yeah. And then and it's just like but his whole thing also was just watching like Western influence, like because when the Berlin Wall fell, right, it was just like, oh, like 
we were supposed to make a deal. Russia was supposed to have some influence in Europe and we were supposed to be minimizing Germany's capacity to like remilitarize or whatever. <clears throat> it's just very nuts to see like the continuity. I This is all I've been following lately. And I just like, and it's crazy too to watch Germany like rush to support Ukraine because yeah. of like reading about how when like Germany occupied in World War II, like they yeah. took over all these factories and then they were just like producing methamphetamine and like they made <laughs> fucking opiates too. And then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just, it, and <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's like, holy shit. And like, and like Hitler fucking made a little camp out there so that he could, yeah. um, you know, operate Operation Barbarossa or whatever. From the sidelines, there's never been a good historic, like historical, like uh, film television depiction of the how much drugs the Nazis. Some Nazi like, party yeah, play. Well, you could find that somewhere. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean the well the 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 U.S. soldiers were also extremely hopped up on meth in Europe during World War One. Yeah, world. Be. Yeah, it was they crazy. On, they had like the meth chocolate, right? Or the cocaine chocolate they had cocaine but no yeah. like not yeah the there was like this was specifically like a german export to yeah. americans so it kind of like meth and opiates were developed in the german military and that was like how they were able apparently according to this book i just read it's called blitzed but apparently that's what made them able to like uh invade france at like record-breaking speed because people would stay up for like three or four days at a time yeah well, that makes sense i'm sorry uh, yeah and, but now germany's so all like i want to help yeah. what's up ukraine hey and then there were some i heard people kind of being like wait is anybody nervous about this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no they're cool they're different and they they like they're like not into that shit anymore they're just like really I'm cool and friendly definitely yeah, not a definitely. flat circle Oh uh, yeah, and definitely the we're the, not living in an eternal you know, occurrence. If okay? you talk, if you talk about the Azov Battalion, you are uh, doing uh, Putin talking points, and you're a Putin puppet, uh -huh. and there's nothing. Oh my god, <laughs> there's nothing strange about there's nothing strange about NATO constantly accidentally retweeting photos of uh, <laughs> Nazi soldiers. Oh my god, Fukuyama is shaking. Oh my god. <laughs> Fukuyama found gagged by... Wow. My favorite, I found this in... So Fukuyama apparently is like a hobbyist woodworker. Did you guys know that? Oh my god. Oh my god. That's beautiful. Like, yeah. I'll find the image of like the... I think he made Windsor chairs and I was like, what Ooh, the fuck? Oh wow. Wow. Was this after the book or This before? was like... A couple of years ago, like amazing. So nice. He's posted it on his Instagram, say, and they like fuck you. Yeah, I love that. That's appealing. Yeah. Every day I consider Luddite living. You know. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, the Luddite is the, the yeah. That's like what if for the the nascent ego fascists. If we could just push them into Luddite zone, that would be a yeah, little yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> We'll or at least uh anyway whatever <laughs> <laughs> worker informed automation 
<laughs> How about <laughs> we yes, agree there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're all doing amazing. Thriving. No, let's all yeah. get recruited into the military on Twitch, you know? And then oh my fucking, God. you know, you consume all these posts all the time. We should stream like we could probably find mm-hmm. all of the video games that the army uses to to like train oh. people we should stream it oh yeah what's that podcast now mind games oh I don't know. just mind games mm. like discusses the connection between video games and mm. like military recruitment and training and stuff and they just like they, yeah they just like focus in on that area right now oh. yeah aoc cared about it for a hot second and then dropped it when her handlers got wind of it but Ooh. like when we all figured out she was a fake gamer girl <laughs> oh god i feel like between all of this and marilyn manson all the conservative 90s parents were right <laughs> yeah devastating. in a way in a way devastating. yeah <laughs> i know oh my god in listen to your mother right oh. <laughs> And you gotta be like, mom, no, but the technology is good as long as it's in the hands of, of the workers, not in the hands of the state. Uh, you yes, know, yes. So it's, you know, this one, this game made by my friends is fine, but uh, <laughs> I guess, I guess you're right about Halo and Fortnite and uh, Call of Duty and uh, I crappy Medal of Honor. Itch.io game. That's fine. And GoldenEye <laughs> and uh, all of them. <laughs> Wolfenstein, <laughs> probably Wolfenstein or whatever. <laughs> um, I'm Russian on brand. Quest. I'm just like lost in World War II. I mean, yeah, I'm just like a, yeah, no, no, it's yes, just, you're oh. so right. Like Wolfenstein and Assassin's Creed are both like the like um, U.S. line on. Uh, I think the I think maybe I'm wrong, but I think like that more that zone. It's World like War I, World War II. Yeah, it's like there's all these weird things that keep coming up about like, oh, yeah, it's like the good war, you know, but we're going to do the good war again. Like, um, like Zelensky. This blew my fucking mind. Like his little soundbite thing that was like, remember Pearl Harbor? Remember 9-11? Remember these times that like you were attacked and like the world is blah 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 I love you so much I wish that Biden would be the leader of the world literally said that and it's just like all right if you want to start like dissecting this shit a bit thick yeah no but it's interesting though that he would bring up Pearl Harbor because like at the time Hawaii wasn't technically a part of America but then the attack on Hawaii made us adopt it into national rhetoric and it was just like oh yeah you know hawaii like pearl harbor that's like our baby that's our place and you attacked it and that you that's an attack on americans you're americans now and that's like what's happening to ukraine ukrainians are americans now because they're being attacked by our enemies that's right it's funny he it sounds stupid but he is actually it's literally like a a roundabout that's like my my 9-11-2 tinfoil hat way the snugly on like watching clips of Zelensky whether it's current ones or ones of him on comedy shows just like I'm like oof this is the US's guy this is his guy this is our guy oh my what's God, crazy yeah, he's is that like, Putin was that too that's the like guy. that's the fucked up part everyone's our guy I mean, it's, yeah I mean yeah it's like Qaddafi the, the no world one's is safe. our guy <laughs> 
Well, they do the little song and dance, um, you know, uh, on the television, and then you get you get the message through people's heads, like yeah. relate this to nine eleven, relate this to nine eleven, and then they will. Yeah, this is why this is why wrestling continues to be pertinent because, yes. like, the construction mm-hmm. of like the heel. Mm-hmm. And then like, oh, here's like, who are you rooting for is always, it's like completely a media fabrication. <laughs> that, yeah. See, that's yes. that. We're on the same page with this. This is good. Well, we should wrap up because now we're going over. Now we're done. And I'm going to get into like my tinfoil hat conspiracies about like certain buildings that I've noticed in my, okay, we got to go. All right. Oh my God. Perfect. <laughs> See you later, guys. Have fun. We did it. I know we did the plugs in the middle so that everyone can listen after. The war talk is just like the bonus, bonus. track. Yeah. yeah. It's after hours. Maybe it should be. <laughs> um, I, I, can we, can we stop the recording without stopping the call yeah i'm gonna just say thank you for joining us eric that was oh. really fun oh, oh, thank you so much thank you, eric. i took time out of my busy schedule we always appreciate your insight into the Canadian no mind. it's great to chat i haven't i haven't like spoken i've like been texting with mm-hmm. my friends in my phone but i haven't like used my voice to talk to people very much this week so it's been nice <sighs> Thanks. You're gonna wake up with a sore throat tomorrow. I know, right? Take care. Isn't that crazy? No, take care of your lungs. Take care of your COVID lungs. Yeah. Take care and let's have fun. fun. Lots of fun. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Lots of fun.